Welcome back, people. It's episode 36, season 2 of the Taxi Squad podcast. It's currently September 6, 2022. Vince, how we doing? Dude, wonderful day. Fantasy drafts are already out of the way now. NFL starts this weekend. Couldn't be better, dude. How are you? We're back. We are back, so babe. Back. In more ways we're than back one. Every we are week. back every week. I love it. We're, we're back every back. week, but I mean, like, more in particular, like, we're back to what we know best. <laughs> yes. Supposedly. Supposedly. Kind of. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm so jacked for it, man. I, I mean, Me the college football came back last weekend, even though, you know, I was moving around and, you know, going from the bro house to now the engaged house. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, so, hey, this is the first pod snaps to it at, uh, yeah. at, at the domestication of Mike House. So I love it. Domestication of Mike. It's like, you know, pussification of America. You ever heard that term? Well, yeah, but no, it's not that at all. It's, it's the just, domestication of Mike. That's what yes, it is. You know, it's just, there's leopard rugs and, and wine glasses and sure. And the general and sense and, for interior design. Mm-hmm. In general, there's trees in every room. You're like, every yeah. room needs a tree. And it's like, yes. So much yes, greenery every... in here. <laughs> it's, it's homey. It's just homey. You it know, and the like bro that. house is just like we have black couches yeah. and booze. Can we and get you <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's all yes. it is. I yes, was there I mean, this weekend. Hey, Vinny was back in back in the place, man. I mean, yeah. it's been a minute, but man, we we sent it. We had a time, huh? Indeed, we did. Nice little cigar action. A little bit of a oh, yeah. little bit of Topo Chico seltzers drafting a fantasy team could be worse. Oh man, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just the, and, and the boys show out for that event, which is always great. I hope that never changes because that event is just one for the ages. I mean, it is known coast to coast, and I love the fact that we do it like the weekend before everything yeah. starts because you know injuries. At least you hope you know the injuries up to the stage of the game. There's no real surprises, yeah. and you're going straight in with a confident bunch of guys. And not only that, but there's no pulling the wool over anybody's eyes in this league. You know that's the thing. No, you know no, Vince and no. I, Vince and I being a Taxi Squad podcast host, we get our balls busted for three hours straight. It's yeah. great. It's, it's great. pretty rough. <laughs> I feel like you I have mean, a podcast and you're this bad at fantasy football, <laughs> and we're just like we're better in our other leagues. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I was and, though. Granted. And, well, and I <laughs> hey, I'm back in two leagues this year and you know, one I get an A draft grade and the other I get a D. So yeah. you know, you just never know. And that's it, because no one has a crystal ball. Right. Even the Shefters of the world and the Matthew Berries and all these guys, Stefania Belts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Field Yates. Oh God, he annoys the shit out of me. Absolutely um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful head of hair on that man, though. He does have a good head of hair. I will give him that. <laughs> but like the yeah. rest of that show is like a bunch of guys, and you're like, really? I don't think I'm gonna listen to you. Yeah, I stopped uh, listening to Lewis Riddick, and I'm better off for it. Yeah, Lewis Riddick. He doesn't know what he's talking about from nope. a fantasy football perspective. Maybe from a pick'em perspective, but that's about it. You know, I don't even know I, if he's right there, but. That's my opinion hey, on Lewis Riddick. In other sports media news, uh, I don't know if anybody saw it, but uh, this year, now Joel Klatt, uh, college football analyst, is going to have his own college football podcast. Ooh. Very exciting. That's new. And then not only that, but Joy Taylor is going to be leaving the herd Ooh. and going on her own show, which I am kind of sus about. I'm not going to lie about that, Vince. Why? Because I think she like did, did Colin wrong? No, no, no. 
No, I, it, fuck Colin. I mean, whatever. But every yeah. <laughs> every female that has co-hosted for him or been like his, you know, intro gal or whatever has just failed miserably after the fact. Ah, so that's my only fear. I hope she doesn't pull a Kristen Leahy because no one's either. Her I since. love Joy Taylor, and I, I hope for the best for her. Wait, hey, there's clinks to that. Nothing else to it. Yeah, cheers. I would if I have two glasses on me, but I don't. <laughs> just one, just one vodka seltzer for your boy. There you go. There you go. That never hurt nobody. But I mean, Vince, we had football back this weekend. It was epic. Um, yes, we were we were uh, back in full effect. You know, even though I was moving. I was still paying attention as much as I could. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I think we, on Sunday night, caught probably the best game of the weekend. At least the end of it. That was crazy. Yeah, so oh, let's sick. just kick it off. We're not going to go in chronological order because who needs that? So we're gonna, I guess we're going to start with reverse cron here. Um, if the people saw, I'm not sure if they did, LSU – LSU, they had a hard time against Florida State this weekend. Um, I'm not anti-LSU, but I am pretty like anti-Brian Kelly right now. So when I was watching that, I was hoping that Florida State would win. LSU, with a nice little drive at the end of the game, ends up scoring a touchdown. And granted, it was, there was like a, a back and forth. Was the guy out of bounds before he went into the end zone? We all kind of agreed that he was in bounds, but they still got to get a playoff. They got the playoff. Boom, they're down by one. They go to kick an extra point, and it gets blocked by Florida State's Oh man, um, yeah, kick block team. So it was electric. We were screaming. Um, I mean, we couldn't believe it. We, we didn't think that it was going to be that jazzy week one. I mean, granted, it's the tail end of week one right there. But, I mean, gotta feel I, I don't know. Got to feel like you're LSU. Or if not, yeah. if you're LSU, if you're FSU. Excuse me. Oh, I mean, hey, this is uh, – I mean, if you're if you're that team right now, being in the ACC, I mean, you're feeling on top of the world. Yeah, so no doubt about it's it. Huge. It's um, huge. I, did you I, did you ahead. catch what uh, Brian Kelly said after the game? Was he talking about him and his family being <laughs> from Connecticut? You know what? When he's angry, he loses his southern accent somehow. <laughs> it's fascinating how that so works. That's, that's pretty crazy. Um, no, he but say? he he was basically. Attempting to take the blame himself, but in doing so, took zero blame and just basically blamed his kicker and his holder and his blockers. <laughs> so he was just like, all of them need to do better. Like <laughs> and they just, He was just roasting these 18-year-olds, and I was like, that's the Brian Kelly I know, and that's the Brian Kelly that I don't really miss <laughs> all that much. I mean, you being the Irish guy, Vince, I will say that, yeah. I mean, it is uh... – it is not surprising, you know, and a lot of players, former uh, Notre Dame players have come out and said that it's a totally different vibe in the locker room now that he's gone. Yeah. And it's a totally different feeling. Uh, he said it felt as if for, for a long time that, you know, he just didn't have time for them because he was too busy recruiting and all this happy, good nonsense. So in my eyes, it is one of those situations where, I think the LSU team, they're going to go through some quarrels early on here. I don't think they're going to be as good as everybody expected. I think this is going to take a few years. I don't think Brian yeah. Kelly's going to turn them around overnight. I just don't. He's see it got happening. some I'm better than you energy. And by some, I mean a lot. Um, and you know what? He is good. He's got a proven track record. It is what it is. But there's a lot about him that kind of rubs me the wrong way. If I'm being honest. Oh, and yeah. trust me, I've watched enough fucking Brian Kelly coaching a team game. 
Like I've fucking watched enough of that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, if you look at it, and I'm not saying he has the horses, but you look at Marcus Freeman coaching against Ohio State. He looked yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, until they were they winning most of that game. Yeah, he has. Yeah, a let's knack let's for pivot this. over there. Um, Ohio State's a really good team. C.J. Stroud might be one, might one of the, if not the best quarterback in the college football landscape right now. Would you agree? I would say best quarterback in the Big Ten, probably not the entire college yeah. football landscape. I'd say Bryce Young is top tier. Oh yeah, duh, right, exactly. I, I, think, I, I think I think Bryce it's, I think it's like one two though. I think I it's one two. Yeah, I would agree with that um, statement. But even so, we were texting with our friend Norm Nate as well um, about that game. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Irish in that game. Um, so basically, Ohio State loses Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think I said that correctly. Um, yeah. He's also losing another one of. He also lost another one of his receiver or two of his receivers. Excuse me to the NFL draft this year. So well, yeah, it's a little bit Lame different out there. And, yeah, I mean it's it's a lot different for him. You know, it's yeah. going to take a minute for him to get acclimated. They lost a lot of talent. And um, Notre Dame was playing defense that first half. And I was like, okay, a little bit of a new culture here. Got that Marcus Freeman defensive head on the, and the head coach. They're going to be all right. Um, I thought they had a chance of winning it until they just really didn't. It was like shit at the fan and Ohio state just took over. Well, Ryan day was going to figure you out eventually. And I feel like uh, Marcus Freeman ran out of tricks again. I guess you could call He's it too because- green, man. He's too green. <laughs> And, and you saw that even last season when I was live at, yeah. you know, the Fiesta Bowl. You saw them come out real hot in the first half and then dwindle off towards the, yeah. uh, the, the second half, and they lost each game in, in succession now. So he's off to not the greatest start, but I think he, he has time to figure it out. You know, you, you still you can't as blame noted, him on that one last year, though, you know. I mean, he wasn't no, the coach all I, year. He was just the coach when true, Brian Kelly's like, true. all right, see ya. A fucking bitch. True. I'm not, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. When he went to go be with him and his family. Now, what I will say. <laughs> down in Louisiana. Down in Louisiana <laughs> where crawfish are cooking. Correct. <laughs> he was born in Connecticut. Correct. Good old Catholic boy from Connecticut has a Southern so accent. Stupid. It's fantastic. Oh, now, man. I will say, though, that um, he's got some time to figure it out because, you know, Notre Dame really doesn't play too many tough opponents. Uh, week to week. So that's crazy exciting. schedule that's for week one. Crazy, crazy. Whoever scheduled that wild idea. Yeah, that was a that was a lot to come out of it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Freeman to the fire. Let's like, throw let's throw against Ohio State. Instead. Yeah, you know, Michigan's <laughs> playing Colorado State yeah. and, you know, Bama's yeah, playing the UTEP Hanley School Rice. for the Blind. Yeah. yeah, OU's playing UTEP. It's just all tune up games. So yep. it's like. That's why week one's always like, all right, well, if I'm going to miss any week, it's like, yeah, you miss week one. Um, but still, it's 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 usually one of these situations where the big heavies don't start playing until fall. And yeah. that's when, you know, you're it's cold out in the Midwest. Most of the crowd comes from the Midwest, so we're going to be in anyway. Um, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to monitor this season now. A question I mean, for you really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think Ohio State is – overrated or underrated right now they can't really be underrated honestly but 
No, I think it's impossible for them to be underrated. I, I think if anything, they are a little underrated. Who I will say is very overrated was Utah State. Uh, oh Utah State got a little bit of a wake up call. <laughs> yeah. That that dude, that Richardson for Florida dude, he's a fucking beast. Yeah. But I digress. Dude. We'll get back to that. Um, I think Ohio State is kind of what you think they are to be right now. I still think mm-hmm. they're going to win the Big Ten. I don't think Purdue is going to come back and be what Purdue was last no. year because they lost. No. Who who is the kid that they lost to the the big defensive end Carafitis? Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. He had like He's the wildest Greek name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is not Greek at all, and um, he just eats euros and at halftime and comes out like Ella. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real though, I I do believe that they will take the Big Ten. I don't think anybody's really touching them. I guess you could say maybe Harbaugh and Michigan, but they lost some horses too. So yeah, they got some work to do to get up there. And Jimmy Boy was threatening leaving anyways, right? I mean, yeah. He, he had <clears throat> the nfl again and he was gonna go coach kirk cousins i mean whatever <laughs> you don't think their personalities match each other you know listen i understand michigan the wolverines has the aura and you you play in one of the largest stadiums in college football history and I there's that. a lot of there's a lot of um pride in being a michigan man for sure yeah i understand and tom brady was a wolverine so i can't hate him that much and i'm not like a wolverine hater per se but I definitely believe they get way too hyped up. And I know Harbaugh beat Ohio State in, you know, the big game. And it's, That's why it's he wanted to leave, I feel like. Yeah, it was like his claim to he fame. Was like, I he did got it. to play real competition against Georgia yeah. and then woke up. Yeah, I great. did it. I'm going to leave now. I did it. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Well, time is going to tell on this one. You know, what I just hate is like, the games that they make up to be like not like a big deal when it's not a big deal. Like they're like, yeah. Oregon's going to play Georgia. Holy shit, Mike. <laughs> oh my God. The whole West coast of America should be ashamed for themselves. Bo Nix was what? like, I should have stayed in the SEC. Dude. What was that? They got that just... dismantled. Goes to show. Listen, you, dude. Okay. I thought Georgia was going to be, like worse than they were last year. I'm not convinced that they're any worse than they were last year. <laughs> that was a whomping. And they it was it was like Oregon couldn't do anything. The fact that they scored three points was a blessing. I mean listen, I I kinda knew this was gonna happen. Why I didn't pay forty nine to three game. though? Yeah. That is I mean, Oregon's supposed to be like the pride of the, well, I guess besides USC, but the pride of the, of the Pacific. Well, so Utah, you don't sleep on Utah state. I mean, those guys came out and, you know, competed on a very high level last year, but I mean, the PAC 12 is not the sec. No one competes. I mean, with it's the not sec. Nobody, but even so like Oregon's supposed to be that one of those premier programs in the pack and they're getting whomped by 45 points to the Georgia Bulldogs is not a great look. I mean, granted, Georgia played their absolute asses off. Stetson Bennett had a pretty good fucking game. Like, no interceptions, didn't make any problems. So, I mean, that's a recipe for success, in my opinion. I mean, Stetson Bennett is a no big deal. That's the thing. It's like Stetson Bennett's not a like a G of a quarterback. He's not, he's not premier. Drafted. He's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to go in the first round of the NFL. He he'll be a maybe a career backup if he does get that. He's far. an Ian Book type. Yeah, go, like, to go yeah. back to Notre Dame. Oh, jo- oh. Vince's <laughs> goat. Vince's goat. Ian, Book. <laughs> not even kinda. He's not even on a team right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I know when the when the Saints drafted him, it was just like eh. a lot of guys were like, "I like this pick," and then he started, and we were like, mm, "You ain't got." And the then juice one like guy that. gets LASIK, and everything changes. And then he's back. <laughs> and then he's back. But Vince, tell me about this Georgia recruit that you were chatting with me about Darnell. on Sunday night. Holy this kid, shit! I I didn't know the name, but you know, just like he's you were like he's six seven two seventy, and he runs a forty yeah. and like a four five or some shit, dude. Yeah, I mean he's not like extremely extremely fast, but basically what Georgia has done. First off, Georgia's tight end room is insane. They have I think four top five recruits in the last like couple of classes in their tight end room. This man in particular, and this went around the wave. So a lot of people, this isn't the first time they're hearing this. Darnell Washington is literally the size of LeBron James, six, seven, two seventy, So like a thick LeBron James, like a football LeBron James guy. It, you ever see like the kid in little league that they have to put like a stripe on because he's too big. You know how, like when we had to weigh in a little or in a peewee football, is like yeah. that, where it's like Darnell Washington should not be allowed to be a tight end because he is just enormous. Like he's bigger than Darren Waller. Darren Waller's a big fucking boy. That's the one thing I always hated. Like I wish I wish weight limits weren't a thing growing up yeah. because they were like we oh, couldn't yeah, play well, skill positions. No, we, we couldn't. To. It was just like you either <laughs> gonna play online or you gotta go up a level. And I was like, I want to play with my friends though. They're like too bad, fatty. Too and then bad, it was just you fucking right guard. <laughs> too bad you're gonna play tackle and like it. And you're like, I just want to play the cool sports. And then exactly. like, I want to throw the ball. They're like, Yep, I'm not gonna happen. I'm fast for a big boy. <laughs> I am. And that, I am that's too. the thing. I got I got soft paws, man. I got to yeah. catch the ball. It's like, give me a chance. Um, yeah, you got to have that William, William, the Perry fridge. You know, that was William, the, the fridge, Perry, excuse me. That was the only thing, though, that if you look back, like they didn't keep that shit throughout yep. the years, though. So like, for example, my fiance's uh, little brother, a.k.a. future brother-in-law. I'll never forget going to his Bantam games growing up and their tight end looked like baby Gronk. And I was like, Hey, why couldn't I have done that? Yeah. I mean, I would have given kids concussions at that time in my life. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I just ran over kids. It's like, fuck you and your private school bullshit. Get off me. (laughs) Oh man. But that's no, see, this is the cream of the crop back again to why the sec will always outperform most of any big 10 school. And most of any other conference for is just because the talent pool for now. Yeah. For as now. the, as the things start expanding and everything, it's going to change a bit, but SEC is still going to be King forever. Cause they're SEC is going to be one of, it's probably going to be big time SEC two conferences call it a day. Like I don't see it going any other way, but you want to know just like it, the ACC holding on for dear life, but that's the only thing I can think about. It's not always about the ranked teams playing college football as to what makes college football so exciting to watch. Yeah. It's like the mid-level games, too. Like, I don't know if anybody got a chance to catch Tulsa versus Wyoming, but that game went down to the wire. I was watching that shit from start to finish because it was the only game that was close. And they came into the half 17-10 Tulsa. And then Wyoming tied, and then they were just back and forth the last half of the game and lost the game. Tulsa lost the game on a missed field goal from their kicker in overtime. Damn. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, that's what I love about college football. It doesn't matter necessarily the opponent to opponent, but if that game yeah. is just competitive and these guys are banging, 
I mean, if the ability level matches, then Correct. it's a success, you know? And like, you can't really get that from like basketball. If your ability level is like worse, like it's just a worse product. Football's a little bit different where it's like, you know, everybody can make a play. So it like, it adds to that too, where you can have those <clears throat> relatively worse teams, but it's a good competition. It's fun to watch. Right. And I hate the argument of, oh, well, if a college, the best college football team played a professional team, they would lose their ass. Well, it's like, well, no shit. Yeah. Right. It's like, that's a, con- a conglomerate of every major college football star over the past, you know, four years now in the NFL. That's why well, that's the like NFL saying this. If a heavyweight mixed martial artist fights a lightweight, he's going to fuck him up. It's like, no kidding, but the lightweight well, is really? still good in his class. Like, it's what Correct. it is. Correct. <laughs> and, and, th- and that's how it should be looked at. But back to Anthony Richardson, and I know we were chatting about him early on that yeah. Utah State game. Everybody had Utah State so highly ranked. And I'm like, mm. yeah. You're going to play an SEC school and get woken up and everybody it was, was draft chatting. wind. It was draft wind from last year. It just tickled somebody's fancy and they were like, okay, right. Let's do it and, again. and this Anthony Richardson's here to stay. Mark dog. my words. This Absolute kid, dog. he's going to start for the next two years and he's going to be on somebody's draft board in the top five picks in the next like two years. Pay attention to him. The pump fake two point conversion was one of the most oh gorgeous God. things I've ever watched in my life. Like I know everybody's been talking about it. Like, unbelievable like it's too much but just the fact that he pump faked it so well that the guys backed off him ran it out easy throw into the touchdown he so when i saw him initially i was like he probably shouldn't be wearing 15 right (laughs) that's probably a bad call hey he's doing he's doing it justice right now i'll tell you that he's doing it mad justice i mean timmy tebow is probably looking at like i'm proud i'm proud like as long as he's a virgin we're good (laughs) (laughs) as long as he's you know as long as he's staying faithful know, pro-life we're good right <laughs> okay yeah right <laughs> you just match my views we're chilling as long as he, you know he thumps that bible with me we're all we're, we're all here but i mean no that looked like the most cam newton game since cam yeah. newton i mean that kid is just running all over the field slicing and dicing people up looks like a linebacker playing quarterback and can throw the ball 80 yards is florida top 25 by the end of the season here Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't sleep on Florida, man. They're coming back, and guys like this prove that. And, you know, Damian Pierce getting drafted so highly. They have such a high talent pool in Florida. I'm telling you. uh, You know, my cousin, uh, Florida Gator alumni, played baseball there. Knew Rex Grossman and Alex Brown and all those guys back in the day. Nice. Called this kid out last season. Was like Richardson. Pay attention. He will be starting next season, and he's going to bring Florida back to relevance. And I was like, "You think so?" He's like, "I know." You're like, so. "Yeah, okay," because that's what I would have said. <laughs> and and I'm like, "All right, dude." <laughs> sure. He's looking like he sure. he knows what the fuck he's, he's talking right. about. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I right. mean, my cousin would have played professional baseball if it's not tearing his shoulder up. So, yeah, yeah. He, he has an eye for the talent. You know, yeah, I'm sure. But sp- speaking of eye for talent, how about all that talent? A USC, let's ride. Like, yeah, I oh, my yeah. oh my god, dude. Just um, come on now. I mean, they played Rice, so pump your brakes a bit. Rice is mm-hmm. okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Oklahoma West right now is really doing justice. Oklahoma and Caleb West Williams is looked nice. Shit up. <laughs> he looked. Caleb Williams looked. Caleb Williams, nice. that dog. Norman yeah, and his is... feet too. On his oh. feet too, he looked nice. Yeah, dude, that's what he's known for. Well, that's what I'm just saying. It's like he goes, what, he has two, I think three missed pass attempts. 
and six carries. He's got like something over 300 yards. It's just a wild game for him. Oh, dude, he is an absolute freak. I'm, I'm excited next next weekend, Stanford. So that's the game to really pay attention to. That's yeah, the they're going to all the nerd schools first. <laughs> oh, well, Stanford USC is the big next to it UCLA. Is. That's like the biggest Pac-12 rivalry. So I'm excited to see it. That's going to be a big game. I will be plugged in fully for that. We are ready for it. I love um, it. You know, did you catch but, uh, the Jackson State game? Oh, very kid. Holy shit. I saw the highlights. Like, OK, OK. So granted, you know, the competition is not as good. Obviously, obviously that kid didn't miss a throw for like three quarters. <laughs> it was just it was just a barnyard brawl. They were just ruining them over and over and over again. Just anywhere you wanted to throw it. It was just unbelievable. And I think that's good. I think it's good for the sport that they're bringing Jackson State up, getting HBCU going. Like, granted, they got to play better people to get more credit, but shit, that was fun to watch. I was just, I clicked in because someone's like, oh, he's 10 for 10. I'm like, let's see how long this goes. And I think he went like 20 throws without having an incomplete pass. No, he went 17 for 17 in the first half. That's what it was. For three touchdowns. It's insane. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Absolutely stupid. Looking at the statistics, you're like, how in the, you know, that's the thing. I think, Dion wants to bring Jackson State to some sort of relevancy, and he's such oh, yeah, a good recruiter. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe his next resume year speaks they get, for himself. You know, they get bumped up. He got he's got his kid now. He knows every part portion of that team and every portion of that offense. So it's going to be interesting to pay attention to as we move forward. I got one more game I want to attack here. All right, and it was probably the funniest football game I've ever watched in my life. The Iowa game. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so they were playing San Diego State, and they scored a grand total of 10, um, what do you call it, 10 points together combined. They played South Dakota State. It was so funny because you look at the score, and you're like, a touchdown to a field goal. That was like the score. Wrong. <laughs> Iowa Wrong. kicked a field goal. Iowa kicked a field goal in the first quarter, and they had a safety in the third and a safety in the fourth. So you know, no one scored. It was the most Iowa bullshit game I've ever seen in my life. How do you like, play an FCS school if you're a Big Ten powerhouse and put on this performance? I have no clue. Like it was on in the background, and I was like, I didn't look at it once because nothing was going on. And then I heard safety I in the third quarter. <laughs> I saw the game on the docket, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this. I was like, this looks uh-uh. like such a shit show of a game. Just just another tune up game. But South Dakota State was like. Jack rabbits are coming out to fucking play tonight, boys. Let's I guess. go. <laughs> and uh, one thing led to another. And here you go. Here you have it, my friend. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing about Iowa. You, you just don't know one weekend. Or it's one like week Wisconsin. Out. It's like you. Just, it's so much ground and pound and defense and like not a lot of throwing. It's the whole big Wisconsin thing in general. beat the brakes off yes. of ISU. Yes, they right? did. I Which mean, was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay that's the thing though it's like you put wisconsin against like a better team and it's just not gonna it's gonna fail like pale in comparison you know what i'm saying like they beat i they beat illinois state great but like uh you know <laughs> going forward here i'm not putting wisconsin in any of my top tier teams like they're 19th they're I probably wouldn't. gonna they would max get to 14th in my head like i don't I see mean, them getting any higher they're ranked that. 19th i think that one of the cooler games for them in, in a big test for them is going to be against Northwestern. Now, granted, they're going to get the shit beat out of them by Ohio State. That's going to actually be fun to watch. Um, 
But like, yeah. I love the games. Oh, like, yeah. I one of my favorite games. I think of this entire setup of week one was Penn State and Purdue. I loved yes. that. I thought that was so much fun to watch because it was back and forth. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, if you're looking for like a competitive, it was a four game, point game competitive Big Ten matchup. That's what you want to see. It was awesome. It was one of the better football games I've watched in a long time. Next to that, I thought Pittsburgh and, you know, West Virginia, I thought that was going to be a it was lot just different fun. than what it was. The Keaton Slovis <laughs> and, and you know, yeah. uh, you know, JT Daniels match up the two former yeah. USC quarterbacks. It looked like JT had it, but God, he got fucked over by his receiving core really bad. Yeah, dude, it's just I, I thought Pitt was going to smoke him. And the fact that they was only a touchdown difference because really, yeah, that, I mean, that second half, it was just scoring everywhere. And, you know, Pittsburgh just ended up coming on top. But in all reality, it was it was a tie game for the majority of the game. It just it was that one. It was that one difference in the third quarter is that all that did it for him. Like it. besides that, it was, you know, you felt like it could have been anybody's game. No, it definitely could have been. Definitely could have been. I believe that um, it went down to the very wire, and it was just two guys battling. Loved it. Who Loved can sling it. it, it better? Yeah. Couldn't. Well, I don't know if Slovis can sling it better. Well, right. No, he can't. No, you literally he can't. Cannot. <laughs> he can't. I'm just saying. In that he's got a far better arm. Yeah. Well, JT got fucked. He had a perfect dart throwing a 15 yard out route to his wide receiver and went off his hands deflected into a defender's hands pick six game over yeah it took, I mean, I it took the air out of the stadium i don't know if we have the you know geno smith mountaineers this year that's all i'm saying you're gonna have the jt daniels mountaineers this year. i know don't but i don't that. know if the rest of that team is as good as jt daniels is he was undefeated at georgia and not only that but he got hurt and then that's when stetson bennett took over yeah Although and I'd rather have JT Daniels right now. Supposedly the coaching staff did state they did not like JT Daniels. Maybe it was like, we don't like these West Coast boys. Our team. He said dude too much. Yeah, he said bruh. He said, yeah, <laughs> he bruh. Said, bruh. He bruh. wanted a skateboard. <laughs> well, Vince, I mean, hey, let's transition to NFLs. As we sure. said, we had the fantasy drafts. You know, how did how did you feel about your fantasy draft? I mean, we're a week out. I mean, you know, games start in literally 48 hours. I mean, how are we feeling right now about our fantasy draft? Yeah. So the one with you is my, I guess, my first of the weekend. Um, that draft went okay. I think I have a pretty good team this year, better than last year, for sure. Um, the big thing is going to be, honestly, it's going to be my, it's wide receivers are rough, man. Like I got Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb. They're going to be all right, I think, as long as they stay healthy. George Kittle, if he stays healthy again, you know, we'll see about that. A.J. Brown and Amari Cooper are my starting wide receivers. And if A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts have a connection, that's great. Amari Cooper doesn't have a quarterback for 11 weeks. That's interesting for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be a toss-up. If Jacoby Brissett's just like, I have to go to Amari Cooper, then I'm going to, you know, it's going to be an embarrassment of riches, but it's also Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> that's all i can say about that i got I an mean, a minus grade in my other league though my team is much talk, better in my other league let's i think talk, let's talk so. about the pod league let's talk about yeah, the pod sure, league i mean sure, i think sure. that's just the most relevant yeah right i think that's the most relevant Agreed. so i mean Agreed. overall you got kittle chubbs i think that's an adorable name 
Kittle you know, Chubbs. Kittle Chubbs. <laughs> I think that's great. You know, my t- my team name since uh, Mike being the USC homer that he is. Yeah. Took- okay. No, actually, before you get into this, I dude, I sniffed it out right off the bat. Something about Indianapolis and USC just gets your panties in a bunch. Like you're feeling good when you see okay. that shit. Go on. Okay. No, so I just wanted defense, to say that before you. Did I got it. the first pick in the draft from the commissioner. It doesn't matter any year. You're in the top five picks. People are like collusion, collusion. But also, six pick might be best in a twelve man league. Honestly, dude, I'd much rather be five than one. Yeah, because then you pick number one, and then now you don't pick for another almost thirty picks. It's and like, if JT okay, doesn't work out, you're fucked. You know? Yeah. So so I have to wait for another you know half hour to pick again, and it's a giant pain in the ass. Now, with all that being said, with the second pick in the draft, it's like okay, well I need a top tier wide receiver, and yeah, granted, you know Debo's on the board, but Debo isn't necessarily the guy. Top tier is a really funny term for that. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I think Pittman, now that he has a quarterback, is going to be far better than what he was with having, you know, I agree with Wentz, that. heart attack, Wentz throwing him the football every fucking <laughs> Sunday, you know, because that's the difference. And if you also look at the statistics of Matt Ryan and his big targets, they ball out, a.k.a. Kyle Pitts, a.k.a. Julio Jones. Yeah. And Tony I mean, Gonzalez. All goes well for Michael Pittman. He's going to have a good year. He's going to be better than he was last year. I just get nervous when I see him. But I think that's just because I have, like, you know, residual feelings about him in the last grab, couple Because you had Grabber Wentz throwing him the football every Sunday. Well, does that mean Terry McLaurin's having a bad fucking year this year? Oh, yeah, it does. That Terry McLaurin's <laughs> had a terrible year over the past three years. You stay away from this. any offense that sucks that bad. You just don't do it. I won't take any Taylor Heineke hate on this fucking podcast. It's not hating on Taylor Heineke. It's just (laughs) scary. Terry is not in a conducive situation to perform. He does the best with what he has. But if he had like Tom Brady or if he had fuck somebody other than Ross Pass, Derek Carr, fuck it. Any of those guys. Yeah. Right. It's a different game. So back to changing the team name. Usually every year I'm suck a dicka. And because Chicago Homer, I got, I got, you know, Dicka flicking off the camera. It's perfect. But if you suck, which I did last year, it doesn't, it, it, it's more of like a, know, a, well. a yeah. term of you suck yeah. you and, and you suck fat dick. So with that <laughs> being do, said, but... <laughs> well, no, last year I did this year. I'm going to be far better than I was last year. But with all that being said, I changed the name because I literally minus one took every relevant starting wide receiver from USC over the past five years. It was laughable. It was. And I, was I didn't even realize it. Like, it. I literally was like, what are you doing? Dude? Vince looks at me. He goes, is your goal just to take every fucking USC wide receiver there is? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it is. And then literally the next pick, I follow up with Juju. And he's like, you're fucking doing this shit on purpose. You pick Amonra St. Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster in order. Literally. No, I didn't take him in order. I took oh, Amonra I and I took Penny. Uh, Rashad Penny back right. to back. And then I waited on Juju to like the eighth or seventh round. So I was ready to rock and roll there. And I think Juju's actually going to have a big year. So I have Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. And Juju Smith-Schuster all on the same roster. All in the starting lineup. <laughs> all in the starting lineup, ready to rock. And uh, personally, I think it's going to be a good thing. 
Um, I was Drake London short of. I took him on purpose. Yeah, yeah you're. A <laughs> I dick. literally looked at you. I looked at you, and I was like, Drake London's mine. Because <laughs> I didn't pick for another five picks because I was dead last in the last round. So it's like I was like, fuck Vince. I was gonna make the trifecta thing, and you didn't let it. But I Couldn't did take Russell it. Wilson in round nine to make up the greatest team name probably of all time, which is. <laughs> Trojan country. Let's ride. <laughs> so we are riding this year. We're riding. I got to put your together. face on like Lincoln Riley or something. Just so it, just so it hits. No, if anything, we got to put my face on Russell Wilson's body and he's got to be wearing a USC Jersey. It's going to be like, let's ride. I love that. Let's ride. No, but I mean, I Hey, overall, possible. I think it was a great draft. You know, but hey, no, no one knows shit until, you know, week 14 anyway. So time's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good. We'll one. see, man. But Vince, we are back to pick Last year it was an yes. up and a down, right? I mean, what do you mean? I came out just enough for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I came out the gates hot. Like the first eight yeah. weeks I was untouchable. Vince had no chance. And then Mike just absolutely did the Lincoln lawyer and fell on. His it face. was embarrassing. No doubt about it. Was, it. It, was, <laughs> hey, it was embarrassing for both of us. At that point, I season. felt bad for you. Oh, but, Vince, stop you know. it. Like you were fucking, you know, Matthew I'm, McConaughey in that movie. I'm looking at the, the log, Chino. Mike. <laughs> I, think, I think you might be a liar, Mike. How bad did I finish last year? What was your record? Uh, what was mine? I won week one. Week two, we didn't have a show. I won week three. You won week four. You won week five. Tie week six, I win week seven, I win week eight. <laughs> Just what's the overall record, Vince? We need to so, go in each and every so, fucking week. All right. You won you won three weeks. Okay. Okay. It okay. ended up being 134 91 for me and 119 and 106 for you. So winning records. Winning records. But I do have the championship spot. I'm wearing well, the crown hey, with I'm, I'm I'm ready to take it back this year. I'm wearing the crown with confidence. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow and I'll send you a video and I'll maybe just put it on Instagram and be like, hello world. Look at how handsome I am. Uh I'm going to win this. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So I plan on winning this year. Wholeheartedly. I plan on winning this year. Um, I hope you do too, but you know, Godspeed. (laughs) That's all I can say about that. (laughs) Well, Vince, why don't we get into it then? Shall we? Let's go. You got so much shit to say. Let's go, yep. Vinny. Okay. So week one. Okay. We're going to go Thursday night football. First game of the regular season. Bills at Los Angeles Rams. Who you got, Mike? I think I'm going to roll with Josh Allen and this crew here. I think we got Von Miller coming back. He's playing in LA. He's motivated. I think I'm rolling with Buffalo. I'm right there with you, bud. Let's go. Put two Buffaloes right off the bat. And then we two got, Buffies. which might be an intriguing matchup this year, maybe, depending on how you feel about Detroit. Uh, but no. Eagles, Eagles at Detroit. <clears throat> mm, I'm going to take the Eagles on this fly, one just because I fly. Eagles, I just believe in that defense more than I believe in Detroit's defense. Yeah. And I think Darius Slay is going to shut down Amon Ra that week. So, And it's a revenge game. So I like to see it. It is. It is. And now our marquee matchup of the week. Oh, 49ers coming to Soldier Field and playing the Bears. 
49ers are going to beat the yep. breaks off of us. It's just not even <laughs> yes, a competition. And yeah. you know, Homer Mike wants to be like, no, 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 it could happen. And like, no, it's not going to happen. New coach. We'll talk about the Bears yeah. shortly, but oh god, yeah, tough, tough year. It has nothing to do with football. Let's see if Mitchie boy can do something here. Steelers you better at fucking Bengals. roll with him, Vince. Bullshit. Yeah, I, I already told you it's a joke. You better fucking roll with him. No, it's not a joke. Every yes. fucking week you talk about how much you love this fucking guy and his teammates <clears throat> come out and say, you break Listen. Listen to me. He might be better than we expect. Oh, power backtracking. Okay. No, we're not. He went he went to Buffalo, had a little rehab stint watching Josh Allen do his thing. Comes to the Steelers, mm-hmm. gets the starting okay. job. He's a captain of the team. Okay. He might be better than we expect. I think he's going to be so, better so than Vince, he was than when he was on so, the fucking Bears, I'll tell you that. All right. All right, Mitchell Vince. Yeah. Um Mitchell Vince uh Pitt or Cincinnati? Who who we who we rolling with here? Oh, Cincinnati, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Come on. We could have both agree with that statement. Okay, so we're not far <laughs> off here at all. We are tied. We are doing the exact same thing so far. Um, Now, it's not even that interesting. Patriots at Dolphins. Who are you taking? I'm going to take the Pats. Uh (laughs) I'm taking the Pats because Bill just demolishes first-year head coaches. And yeah. Yeah, 100%. There's a little Will Smith song that goes... That has a couple girls in it and says, Welcome to Miami. I'm going to be playing it all Sunday. All night on the beat to the break of dawn. To the break of dawn. Yeah. Are you going to Welcome Miami? Welcome to Miami, Mike. Two a time, baby. We're taking them. Oh, Miami. God. All right. Good luck. Yeah. Here good we luck. are. By the way, right now, New England has plus odds, actually. And the over under on this game is 46 and a half. Okay, definitely. I would take the under, yeah. and the, the point the spreads three and a half, so it's anybody's game, really. Um, I'm hundred percent rolling with the Pats, just due to the fact that Bill Belichick owns first year head coaches. Lock it in. We'll see if Sack Jones learns how to play quarterback. We'll just see. Okay. Now we got a way bigger revenge game here. We have the Browns going to Carolina. And playing the Panthers, who you oh, taking? Oh, I'm rolling with that OU boy. He plays best when he's got a chip on his shoulder. Let's go. Yep. No doubt Let's about go. it. Panthers. Let's go Baker. It. Jacoby Brissett, you don't got shit. Lock it in, Bake. I think we have the same pick here. We got Colts at Texans. Colts all the way. Let's roll. Yeah, taking the horsies. Taking the horsies. Um, but I do think the Texans are going to be better than, definitely better than they were last year. Um yep. We got a little bit of an NFC South matchup here with the New Orleans Saints going to Atlanta and playing the Falcons. Who you got? I'm just going to take the Saints because they yep. play far better defense than the Falcons. And Jameis Winston has LASIK in his starting. So yep. on that. And if he doesn't throw three picks, then, I mean, hey, I guess the one thing that the Falcons got going for him is that they're the Bears South. So that's cool. <laughs> that's not a good thing for them either. No, what is that? <laughs> All right, we got Baltimore Ravens going to the Meadowlands to face the Jets. <laughs> it's like all these are easy, dude. <laughs> just, just lock in the Ravens. We're taking, just... we're taking Lamar. We're taking the boys. <laughs> lock the Ravens in. Yeah, okay. In. Um, this one I also think we're probably going to take the same thing. We got Jacksonville going to Washington, playing the Commanders. First game as the Commanders. Fun fact. 
I don't have much faith in Ron Rivera. I don't have much faith in Carson oh, Wentz. Oh, shit. I like Doug Peterson a lot. <laughs> this is a... I'm telling you, this is a this is one of these games where it's either going to go either way, but I do have a ton of faith in the Jags and a second year Trevor Lawrence with his boy back in ETN and Christian Kirk and this whole offense ready to rock and roll. I'm saying you got to lock in the Jags in this one. Eighty four million dollars. Eighty four million dollars. Eighty four million dollars. <laughs> I mean, f- listen. I would plug the Jags, and I would definitely go over the plus two and a half on the spread. That's my opinion. I'm taking the because Commanders. I, really? And I'm why is that? Why is um, that? I think their team build as a whole is better. I think their defense is going to play better. Um, okay. I don't necessarily hate Carson Wentz as much as the next guy. Um, I think it's going to be a good situation for him, and I think they have a pretty decent backfield. So if they can put it all together, it'll be nice. I just don't think the Jaguars are a very difficult team to beat right now. I think later on in the year, they're going to get better, but don't, you know, there's a lot of shit going on. There was a urban Meyer coaching that team last year. That's why, that's why I think, yeah, that's why I think like, give them a couple weeks to figure it out. No, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Mike. Now we got your boys going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. You know, this game's interesting. It, it is. really is interesting it because is. the Vikings have a totally new offense mm-hmm. and the Packers lost at Arius Smith to the Vikings. Yep. And the Vikings are playing at home. Aaron Rodgers has basically zero to throw the football to. But with all of that being said, <laughs> can't, can't turn on your boys. <laughs> I'm not turning on anybody. I just don't have faith in Kirk Cousins. They also yeah. lost the Anthony Barr. And not only that, it's a brand new offense. I think there could be some confusion. Jair Alexander will be starting this season for the Packers. Most yep. likely locked down Justin Jefferson all afternoon, leaving only Adam Thielen and Irv Smith Jr. to take the rock. I'm going to lock in the Packers, but I will preface it as saying um, it could go either way. It could go either way. Yeah. And that being said, I'm taking the Vikings. They're at home. New coaching regime. I think they're going to be rejuvenated. Um, and lest we not forget, they have a top three running back, in my opinion, maybe top five, and arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Um, their defensive backs are insane. I think the Vikings are going to come to fucking play this year. So I'm taking the Vikings. I'm sad that I am, but we. I mean, this is the lesser of two evils is what we're doing right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I know. We have and, to, and, and, we had, and, we're looking at two good teams while the Bears are shit and they're playing each other, and now we have to make a pick on them. It just sucks. It sucks. It's just my whole take here is I'm going to go with the quarterback that has played in large scale games with nothing, and I mean competed. Kirk Cousins, anytime the adversity is up against them, he falls. So yeah, that's why he's fucking horrible in the playoffs. But we'll see what happens. I you know I think they might get one on the road here or at home here rather. Well, we'll see. Okay, New York Giants going to Tennessee and facing the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Tennessee all day. Yeah, it's the Titans. Danny Dimes is not going to do well. I don't think the Titans are better than they were last year, but they're better than the Giants. So here we are. This is a fun. So we talked about the AFC West a lot. Fun matchup here. I do think this can go either way. Two big matchups here and two games that could go either way. Las Vegas um, at 
Los Angeles Chargers. San Diego. Well, taking San Diego <laughs> because they don't they don't have a team anymore. Who? San Diego. Oh, San Diegans. Yes, they do not. Well, what I would say about the LA Chargers is that Justin Herbert is in line for a big year. Cleo Mack, Some Joey MVP Bosa, watch? J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, yeah, Sante Samuel Jr. I mean, listen, this is going to be a, a big game. I think home field advantage has something to say in this. Yeah. I think Khalil Mack's going to be having something to prove against his old team. Preface it again, close game, but I'm going to take the Chargers. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It's going to go either way. I don't think they have much of a home field advantage because no one's a Chargers fan, sadly. True. Um, I'm really interested to see how this Raiders team works out. I have a lot of hope for them. I'm really hoping that they can kind of come out of nowhere and be like a real, a real team in that division because, again, like anybody in that division can do it. So I'm going to take Raiders week one here, and I'm going to do it a little pensively knowing that we could go either way. Now we okay. have another fun one. Quarterback battle here. We have the Kansas City Chiefs going to Arizona and playing the Cardinals. Hmm. I think this is going to be a score fest. So whatever the over under is, take the over and lock yeah. that in like now. Yep. No doubt. Unless it's I like th- like 70 points. <laughs> I think I think Murray and I think Hollywood Brown come back better than ever sure. and show out against that Chiefs defense that's very porous. So I'm going to take the cards week one. And I think the cards okay. are going to go on a heater here for the first few weeks. It's not like they do that every year. <laughs> so it's pretty easy to lock in the cards against the Chiefs so, in this one. I feel so bad for every Arizona Cardinals fan because it's like, oh, we're good. Oh, we're really good. Oh, we might be bad. Oh, shit. Never mind. We're Adversity. Bad. Yeah. We're it's shit. Every, we're shit. It's, it's over. It's over. Year. It's every year. Cancel um, the postgame show. I'm going to run with my boys here. I'm going to take Kansas City on the road. Um, okay. That being said, I'm not as confident about them as I have been in the past. So, again, this can go either way. I'm taking Kansas City. For the sake of parity here, we got a couple different picks here, so I'm happy to see it. All right. Oh, yeah. Tommy's Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Dallas to play oh. Dak Prescott's Cowboys. Who you got? Tom is just daddy, so Tom's just going to come in and Father be Tom. daddy. Father Tom, Father Time. Yeah, I don't no, think the Cowboys not, are going to be very good this year. No, no, they're they're not. I mean, Dak will be fine, but yeah, and I'm taking the Bucks too. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. Now we have the last and possibly biggest revenge game. Maybe if you get rid of the oh, Browns and Panthers, God. Broncos going to Seattle to play the Seahawks with Russell Wilson as their quarterback. In Seattle, wild. Who you got? If you don't lock in Russ every over <laughs> imaginable yeah. in this game, uh, you're silly. I would do that right now before the season even starts. I would do that, and uh, you'll make some money on that. Uh, yeah, Broncos all the way. If there's a quarterback that can play there, it's Russell Wilson because we've seen it. Every individual stat that you see for Russell Wilson, bet the over on because chances are it's just all going to hit. And the Seahawks – in my opinion, are worse than the Bears, and that's saying something. <laughs> so that's yeah. that on that. All right, All right, picks are locked in. 
We will go over them we'll next see. week. If, if you guys don't remember, if you guys don't remember how the shit works, we're going to go week by week. We'll have a win loss record. We're going to get it all together. We'll make Super Bowl picks halfway through the season. We'll make those. And then by the end of the year, we'll have a full win loss of everything that we've done. Who's better? Who's worse? Me. Thank you very much. And we'll give it to you on the airwaves. And then, you know, we'll keep this championship going, Mikey. How does it feel? <laughs> hey Vince, Sorry, I'm a dick. I was born to Who be knows? an asshole. <laughs> Who knows, man? You know, you, you're you rolling with the commies. And, you know, I'm taking a team that has far more upside. You're rolling with the Vikings. And, yeah, I mean, hey, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be way interesting. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what it is. And uh, like all all things considered, you know, it's uh it's about a friendship, so we're having fun with it. Um but yeah, check back each week, you're going to see what we get. Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is there one matchup in particular that you have here that you are most interested in? I would say the Chiefs Cardinals game. Just due to the fact that it's going to be a score fest and you got a lot of a lot of weapons on each side of the field and two quarterbacks that are electric. I think it's one of the most that and the other AFC West matchup game against yeah. the chargers and the Raiders. I think those, those two games really stand out to be fun. These teams need to come out like early and often all season. Because, like, if you look at it, you already have to chalk up the Broncos as a win. Like, if the Seahawks win, it's going to be outrageous. So you're looking at the Chiefs need to beat the Cardinals or the Raiders need to beat the Chargers well, or vice here's, versa. Here's my One of these teams you, is going to have a loss. Yeah. What team is most likely to get upset? Out of any team that's like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a fucking shoo-in. What yeah, team do I'm, you think is going to potentially get upset? Right. I'm not taking like like Bills Rams. Anybody can win that game. You know what I'm saying? So sure. Honestly, oh, oh, oh I don't want to say this. Um listen. Actually, no, because Joe Flacco's the quarterback. I was gonna say, because I kinda I kinda dig the Jets a little bit, but I'd rather have C Zach Wilson on behind center. So what I will say about this is Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. If he can it. come out, if he can I come out it. and manage the it. game, I think the Steelers are going to have a good defense. So oh, boy. I think if the Steelers do what they need to do, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying this is I mean, if most it's, if likely. This stage of the game, like if you could go on a mandate <laughs> with Mitch Trubisky, would you? And James like, Winston and James. Yes. No, no, no. It's just Mitch. This is more so Mitch than anybody. It's like if Mitch was like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> go catch a movie this afternoon. You'd be like, I'm he's a so father. Down. He's a father, dude. He has a wife and oh, he has a father. He's commendable. <laughs> Vince is kissing Mitch's titties. No, but what you I'm know, saying is, all okay. All all I'm saying is, it doesn't happen infrequently that a team that goes to the Super Bowl has a little bit of a hangover coming in. Steelers have a good defense. If Mitch looks okay, he has actual people on the side that he can make plays with like skill positions look all right on that team so i'm not saying it's gonna happen i took the Bengals for a reason but i do think the steelers could maybe pull one out week one here that's all i'm saying you know who i have more faith in than the shitty mitch-led steelers who you love to roll <laughs> with blindly it was, I, I told i already took the Bengals. i already did that 
Okay, blind Mitch lover over here. You're like fucking Ray Charles. Anyways. Handsome guy. Um, I can play the piano. <laughs> any, anyway, anyway. Yes. I'm going to do the hometown thing. Dang, the Bears. I'm just going to say, I'm going to say the Shut Bears the may surprise you. Could be, you know, we, hey, we both have our love affair with our people or slash right. team. You're, you're just more so with a person than you are a team. I'm definitely going to say the Bears have an opportunity, home game, new coaching staff, hasn't seen it before. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Just saying. Justin rookie Fields QB. might have a day. You have rookie QB and Trey Lance. They re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo. Their word on the street is, is that Trey Lance isn't very happy about that. Dude, can I just say, fuck you, dude. You've never played a game in the NFL. Fuck off and go play first. When I saw that, it pissed me off so much. He brought him to a Super Bowl. You're going to resign him. Fuck you and play before you get annoyed by something. Fuck you. Piss off. Well, that's what happened when you date Colin Coward's daughter and you have to hear him talk about you every I week. about that. Mm-hmm. Good for him, though. Mm-hmm. She's Prince. Like, oh, sweet. You want to talk about me on the airwaves? I bring your daughter. Colin Coward deserved to have a hot daughter. That's all I'm saying. That guy deserved it. And she's beautiful. So there you go. How dare you, Colin? Who knows? <laughs> no, hey, I, I actually we got, I don't we got hate one, that. We got one co-host over here riding solo. Who knows, Vinny? Maybe one day she catches out of the pod and is like, oh, my God, that voice. Yeah. And then Who's that, man? Wait, who is hey, that guy? Up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's, what's up, baby? What's <laughs> how you doing? How you bro? doing? <laughs> what's up? Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love she's going to love it. And then she's going to look it, at me and be it. like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, how you doing? Hey. 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 Don't underestimate yourself. It could Mike, happen. first one of the year. First one of the year. Um, We're about to hit it right now. I can't do it as well as you can, but um, we're going to adventure to a corner right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to. And we I have to. I can't do it justice. You have to. <laughs> All right. Back in full effect. It's <laughs> incredible. Right. You sound right. like a real bear, dude. I'm a bear in the woods. That's incredible. <laughs> All right. It's happening. Fuck yeah. That's sick. <laughs> you know, I saw a video the other day of a bicyclist riding through the woods and a fucking grizzly bear started chasing him. And Fuck the that. last time that that guy got off of a trail uh, was that day. And uh, he will ride on the trail forever now. Because yeah, if I got alive, he's lucky. <laughs> if I was being chased by a grizzly bear on a bicycle, I would be screaming. <laughs> legit. Legit. Like, <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> Blood curdling screams. Save me, um, mom, mom, mom. Anyway, the Bears are getting ready to sell. This is exciting. Um, that's how I take this new news. Yeah, um, so, per all Chicago Bears, uh, you know, news outlets, aka the Trib and the Chicago Bears, also released a statement. They released their initial design for the new Chicago Bears facility should you call it uh but soldier field Complex at this northwest <laughs> yeah. um this is going to be awesome the old arlington heights development is going to just be epic now uh arlington national park how you doing keep it moving coming in with the bears <laughs> probably will be developed here within the next decade yeah. but will just be a epic epic facility that has been needed for many many years now 
Yeah, a couple updates for the people. Um, I read through the whole thing that they put out. Um, so basically what's happening is they're still in a contract to purchase. So they haven't purchased it entirely, but they're contractually obligated to purchase that as long as the things that they want to happen are going to happen. So what that means in a nutshell is they intend on purchasing it. It means that they don't have any other plans to make any other deals with anybody else, meaning the city of Chicago, Soldier Field, any updates of that they will not entertain because they are planning on buying this. Um, their offer here or their estimation on what's going on. Um, the proposed project would create an estimated 48,000 jobs, $9.4 billion in economic impact for Chicago, Chicago land, excuse me, and a $1.4 billion annual economic impact. Um, their plan here is to basically create something that can host Super Bowls, Final Fours. Um, there's going to be housing development next to it. It's actually really sick. So there's like a Obviously, the whole stadium, they're going to put like a dome on it. I assume it's going to be retractable. Um, and then they're going to have like a walk up to it and then have a whole like campus of bars and restaurants and hotels and what I assume to be a casino of some sort or a sports oh, yeah. club at some point. Like it's going to be insane. Insane. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not only that, but the development of itself is is going to just take a lot of time. But yeah. you will find in this time that Virginia, George, Ted stepping down. She ain't going to be here anymore unless she lives no. to 110. That's all no, I'm saying. Yeah, that's it's not, not even negative. Happen. She's 99. Hey, God bless her. If I could live. Someone <laughs> yeah. said, sign here. You'll live to be 99. I'm Fuck like, yeah. Sign me all right, up. fine. Let's do it. Yeah. But with all that being said, this will be the next step at the franchise selling to a major conglomerate. And now what I will say from that. Peyton Manning's group will be a part of it. Bet money on that. Could you imagine what I would say to be, if not second, third best quarterback of all time, picks mm -hmm. up a franchise that's never had a quarterback worth a shit besides Jim McMahon for one year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be incredible. Mm -hmm. So he will be a part of the buying group, which will be Churchill Downs because Churchill Downs will get the first crack at it because the Bears bought the property from Churchill Downs and Churchill Downs has all the infrastructure and the funds to do it. The sports book will be from Churchill Downs <clears throat> and boom. We actually have some semblance of a team in the next decade. You hope and a professional stadium. I'm so fucking sad. And a wonderful stadium and Beetlejuice. I, it was be the smallest. Forever. It was the smallest stadium in the NFL. It still is. Also, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it still is. And it's probably second, first or second most historic franchise in the NFL. Like, it was literally the precipice of the NFL started mm -hmm. with them. And they have the small stadium. Doesn't make any sense. The market's enormous. Like, people that are saying it should stay in Chicago, if there was a way that you could do this in Chicago, yeah, you can't. <laughs> like, there's the infrastructure is not there to do this in Chicago, it's there in Arlington Heights. Make it happen. It's a 45-minute train ride, and the train stops right outside of the stadium. It's the best way to do it. It's great, and literally how they plan on building all this, it will be built right in front of the stadium or right in front of that train stop where you can get off and walk right there. So Go to the bars, eyes, get a hotel, oh, all that shit. Genius. Absolutely genius. And uh, to the young men out there potentially looking to purchase a condominium or a home, I would highly recommend doing it off the Northwest Pacific line. 
in the Chicagoland area because it will take you directly to where you'd like to go. And that property value is going to go up. Yeah, and you should do that like right now. Yeah. Because you're sitting on a fucking gold mine. Basically. They're looking at 2029 to be the year it's going to happen. That's yeah, seven years from now. Like it's going to take longer. Yeah. yeah but, I think it's going to take no? longer. I think it's going to take almost two to three years to get all of that property Finalized just plans, torn down to the studs. Right. Because demo of that facility is going to take a long time. One of the big things, too, and I think this is going to reflect well on the franchise for doing this, is they're not requiring any money from outside people to create the stadium. They plan on building the stadium entirely from their internal funds, um, and then they're going to look for, you know, help for all the hotels, restaurants. They don't have. They don't have. They don't. They don't have the funding internally to do it. They don't. Well, no. So that that's their plan. Whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, but they're that's what they're going to do. It's going to. They're going to sell the team to somebody, yeah. and the and George and all the 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 McCaskey family will get a nice percentage of cut and own. And manage property outside of it, but that's going to be the majority of it. Yeah. What's their plan? Oh yeah, Bears Corner. Not like we're talking about the football team in itself. Because who gives a fuck? Because fuck (laughs) that. The the only thing we're talking about is stadiums. Justin Field season, baby. That's all it is. Justin Field season, and hopefully he's still the quarterback in that time. Either that, or we're going to have two more. Because that's yep. just what the Bears do. That's how it goes. But Vince, let's briefly jet on pool holes hitting six ninety five because this yeah. is fucking electric. He, I don't know what he's doing. If he's getting something pumped into his blood, don't check him now. Who gives a fuck? Just Albert Pools is six ninety five. Um, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, and we were like, "Is he going to be able to do it?" And our consensus was like, "We hope he does," but I don't think he's going to be able to. At this point. Five home runs, 28 games. So to put this in perspective, he's on pace right now to hit his 700th, 700 with relative ease. Albert Pujols needs to hit five home runs in the last 28 games. He's hit nine in St. Louis's last 28. I think with some fucking veracity and keeping going what he's doing, I think he's got it with ease, man. I don't know. Like I'm looking at it and it's, He's got to do it. It's just for the storyline. He's got to do it, man. Well, true statement. This guy may be in St. Louis the night he does it. I hope so. Just saying. Just saying. Going to be taking the trip up on the 30th. It'd be one fitting. of the last games of the season. You know, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. You know, the hope is, is that, you know, the taxi squad boy, at least one of them is there for that weekend. I'm, I'm jacked for it. And time will tell, you know, but I definitely think there's something in the water out there. And I think he gets it. 100%. He's got to get it, right? Like, he has to. There's no other he option. He would be one of three to ever do it. Yeah. Which is insane. I mean, Barry Bond should count in that, but he, does. he doesn't. He well, does, in my opinion. He does. Well, if you look at the record books, it's not like that ever existed. Bullshit. It's fucking so anyway, stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> anyway, the Yankees <laughs> beat the Twins yesterday. I guess that's a big deal. Aaron Judge hit his 54th home run. Big deal. Uh, I think he definitely gets 60 this year with 30 games left on the lineup. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Vince, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, he's at 54, so you got six more. Yeah. I mean, shit, if 
Pujols is going to hit five. Aaron Judge is going to hit six. The only thing is, is their entire team is just diminishing right now, which is super funny in my opinion, but it sucks to be a Yankees fan right now. Um, yeah, but still, they're up five on the Rays right now. Um, the Rays have a chance to take that division, which would be crazy. Remembering what we were talking about, them winning 120 games earlier this season. Um, the Yankees are doing Yankee shit. It's not the old Yankees anymore, guys. They do the 2020, 2021, 2019, all that Yankee shit that they do now. They're doing the same thing where it's kind of just crumbling. I don't think it's going to go well in the playoffs for them, but, you know, five games up so they could better hold on to it. <laughs> I'm sick of the fucking Yankees. Um, anyways, we, never, we never won't be. We're never a fan of the Yankees on this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be annoying forever. It, it, it will always be annoying, but... What I'm more surprised about is on the opposite side of town up there in New Jersey is that the Mets yeah. are literally one game out of letting the division just fall out of the wayside. The pettiest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Swear to God. I think um, Timmy Trumpet was their fucking crux, dude. I think that fucked them. No, uh, the Braves are on a hot streak. The Mets aren't necessarily doing poorly um the Braves are just on a hot streak but yeah Timmy Trumpet came in obviously that became a big thing with Edwin Diaz's walk-off song funny ass shit though the Braves were in a rain delay they were playing the Braves and Nationals game and the Braves dropped the game to the Nationals and they played that Tim that Timmy Trumpet's right Timmy Trumpet song over the loudspeaker to everybody that was in the stadium waiting for the rain delay to end and I love that shit. Keep that competition going. Like the Braves and the Mets should be big competition because they're two of the premier teams in the National League right now, especially on the East Coast, especially. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that statement. I mean, listen, the Braves, Vinny, you called it early on in the season that don't sleep on the Braves. They could they come back, it. man. They always they do. do. They did it last year. They always find a way. So it's it's going to be interesting to pay attention to the NL and, and that and that division. So. Let's uh, let's see how it goes. I, I'm yeah. just, you know, trying to keep hope, trying to keep some faith in our boys. But, you know, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Baltimore being four and a half out of a wild card spot. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. I think next season will be their year. But yeah, it's I mean, it's hard. It's going to be hard to get four and a half in the wild card specifically. They're obviously not going to go for their division. But the fact that we're talking about the Baltimore Orioles being four and a half games out of a wild card spot at this point in the season is success in itself. They were supposed to be the worst team in the league along with the Nationals and the Athletics and, like, I don't know, the Royals. Like, they were supposed to be that bad, and they have just been on a heater. They're so fun to watch. All their young guys are awesome. Like, like fuck, like fuck around and find out, Baltimore. Let's go. Like, just, just get on a heater and finish it out and see if you can get in the playoffs. Are they going to do anything in the playoffs? No. But it'd be so fun to see them in the playoffs. I'd be, I would be so excited. It's not going to happen this year, but they do have the horses. I, I know, the but like you and want Matt, it Matt to. Holiday kid, I forget. I forget his son. Matt name. Holiday's literal child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his literal kid. He's going to be a beast. So yeah, yeah definitely, uh, definitely all about it. it. It will be cool to monitor, but it's not as exciting right now as that the fact that this team, this fucking team, is it over, team, Mike? Is it over, it's, Mike? Is it's it? probably. We said over. it was over last week. Is it over? 
probably over. I want. I don't to. know though. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Look at the standings, dude. I watched this game last night, and Vince is in my ear like, Hendricks isn't that bad. He's just not that bad. He isn't. <laughs> See, people agree with us, dude. Okay. The yeah, the, the honk in the background. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it could happen. So Tony Larusa, we talked about it last week, gets pulled for heart condition or whatever. He is what he is. He says that he wants to come back, and I say fuck off and leave us alone. Um, but that being said, White Sox are two out in the division. They kind of took care of business against the Twins. They only dropped one. <laughs> Dude, there's, I mean, there is a clear road. There's a clear road right now. Do I want them to do it? Not really, because like fuck them for what they've done all year. Oh, but also, I do want them to just so we can go to the playoffs and get depressed again. And also, I feel like the viewers and the listeners want to hear that too, because we're going to get all excited and then we're going to get all sad it's again. Gonna get it's pissed on, gonna be, like R. Kelly. It's like, like one of R. Just Kelly's like R. Kelly. victims at a fucking music <laughs> video shoot. Um, That's a anyway. callback from like months and months ago. <laughs> years, years ago Real talk. No, I'm Real talk. <laughs> it's it there's a i mean like do you agree like there's there's a there's a road there where it's possible i mean listen ta needs to come back and then i'll feel a little bit more comfortable but elvis andrews has been a formidable backup though he's been huge for us it's been a great signing i mean he's been big he's a veteran presence in the lineup and you know when other guys aren't he's hitting when other guys aren't it's nice to see you know you got Mankata coming back now and you also have Luis Robert coming back now if they can be any result of what they've been in the past it'd be great so we'll see I mean they're tied zero to zero right now in Seattle they always play usually really well in Seattle mind you we are recording on Tuesday night the sixth right so this could very well change but here we go Buckle there up. is an opportunity here where the winner of this division wins 80 games <laughs> Yeah, we're the Which NFC East of MLB baseball. It is bad. <laughs> like, and I put this in the notes. Like, if if we were in any respectable division, we'd be so out of it right now. Oh, we'd be out but of it. We wouldn't even be paying attention as a fan group right now. We would just be like, fuck this, it's over. The fact that they're not, and they're in a situation no. where they're two out, and they're only one game over 500, it's like, I'd rather them in the playoffs than not. Is it going to go well when always, it happens? Probably not, but always want them in the playoffs. Listen, it, records, like, record zero, zero. When you walk into that playoff matchup, oh we boy. saw the brave, the Braves were wild card last year when the Sox won in 05, they weren't the best team in the league. They were going on the, in the shitter at the end of the year listen, and they ended up listen. almost sweeping everybody. I'm not we're saying they're going to win the, win the world Series, set up to make a deep run into the playoffs. This team needs new management across the board, and we need to totally restructure this lineup because I got news. First baseman playing left field and right field don't work. Ben Sheets is your answer to a right fielder isn't the fucking answer. So what does that mean in the next year? Do you package Jake Berger, Eloy Jimenez, and Dylan Crochet, and do you say Garrett? Okay, Crochet, Garrett. Dylan sees. Whatever, Dylan sees. Aaron Pick Crochet. <laughs> Aaron Crochet, yes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> he sells. All right, fuck off. Anyway. Hey, there, there's, a, there's a Jim Carrey scene where he's wearing this nice printed like beige or red or whatever. Let me finish my rant, Vince. We don't need to talk about fucking Jim Carrey movies right now. So anyway, telling me there's a chance. 
chance. Mikey. So you're telling me there's a chance. But what I'm saying is, is that this team needs to figure out something with this young yes. nucleus of players. You have to package that to bring in a banger of a right fielder and make it work. Put Pollock in left field, get a banger of a right fielder, fielder for Eloy, Berger, and someone. And I, I don't care who it's going to be. Bring in somebody. Yeah, we're depressed. Somebody. Hey, Eloy Jimenez has been on a tear recently. I'm just, yeah, I'm still focused Trade on 2022 it. because I'm, I'm a masochist and I love pain. But king of pain, there's a chance. I just, it. The thing is, too, is it's like there's not much for free agency last next year. So you're right, trading is going to be almost paramount. Um, but in the reality of the situation, it's like they're going to get rid of somebody that we don't want to get rid of. And the first thing that they need to do is get rid of Tony Marzo. So until that well, happens, we know that, they're not doing like, anything. Would Bryce Harper be pullable no. from the Phillies? A boy can dream. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Warren <laughs> Eloy, a crochet, and Burger. Is it out of pocket? Maybe, but I also don't want to get rid of Garrett Crochet because I'm really excited for his. Why? I'm his not. He's been hurt half the time, and he's lost velocity. He got Tommy. Fastball. He got Tommy John. It is what it I is. I was like, there the come day back. he got hurt. People come back from Tommy John throwing faster and better than they did beforehand, and that's what I'm going to hope for. All right. If you right. don't have hope, you got nothing, Mike. That's all and I'm hopefully saying. the taxi squad boys learn one day to stop believing in this shit team, even though they Hey, like, but it makes good content. Us, <laughs> they drag us through the mud and bring it us back out content. of the mud a little bit, and they wipe our face off, and they're like, look, we're going to be better this time. You're like, okay, trust <laughs> No, you won't. No, you won't. White Sox Dave went through therapy. I feel like we need to go through fucking therapy. I agree. As long as, as I'm not like that guy, we're all right. <laughs> I think we could all agree to that, but fuck John Cusack overall. Bottom line, I agree. Fuck that guy. Uh, fuck that guy. All <laughs> right. Well, Vinny Boy, episode thirty-six in the books. This has been an epic time. Uh, back now, you know, in new digs. So this is cool. You know, this uh, this goes on. This transcends uh, houses at this. I'm not gonna game. lie. So pretty dope. I came in here in a very um, aggressively angry and sad state. Yeah, this guy. And I'm leaving. And I'm leaving here happier than I've ever been. And that is the beauty of this. And I'm happy that we're here. And I'm happy that you're listening. That's all I had to Thank say you about for that. Joining our group therapy session, everybody. We really appreciate you coming <laughs> back week after week. Especially when we go into We White should Sox. change the name to Taxi Squad Therapy. <laughs> Taxi Squad Therapy Session is Comiskey Corner, where we just get out New all segment. of our frustrations about the White Sox. It's no yep. longer Comiskey Corner. It's the Comiskey Therapy Session. Comiskey Therapy Session. Because we feel better. We need to get this out for all of you to hear, and we feel a lot better about it. So thanks for listening. And as always, please like, follow, share, and hit that like button. Right. Um, And also, rate us five stars if you can. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Five stars is what you need to do. Maybe share it with a friend. You know? Or two. Or two. If if you're lucky enough to have two friends, share it with both of them. Or if you have an inappropriate grandfather that enjoys listening to sports, say, I think he'd like this too. Yeah. Right. If, you're, you know, if your so. grandpa loves ass, we'll talk about ass. If your grandpa saying. loves talking about infidelity and stupid <laughs> shit, well, then we're your grandpa's podcast. So <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming back for week 36 of the Tax Squad podcast. And we will see you next week, everybody. Thanks for joining. Peace.